Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Juggles antique Civil War cannonballs that we talked about before. 
Uh, and he also dresses up like Abraham Lincoln while he's doing this. And, of course, while he juggles, he uh, he recites to get his word addressed. But I had to book this guy, and, and I couldn't get Frank to go down there. By the way, we're changing Frank's name. We're going, you know, we're going... Going to really pick up the the pace a little bit for this the tour, and uh, Frankie from now on will be known as Frankie Fabulous. Uh, and Frankie Fabulous, uh, I put him on. You know, we always go first class. Uh, right after the show last week, I put Frankie on the uh, on a trailways bus. Uh, gave him a bottle of water and a package of pretzels, and I sent him down to uh, Pennsylvania to uh, uh, get this guy straightened out uh, and make sure we can book this guy before someone else scoops him up. You know, there's a lot of call for this sort of thing. Uh, so, uh, Frankie, I hope you uh, did book him because I haven't talked to you since you got back. Is he is he in now? He's in. He's in. Uh, he's, he's, he's looking uh, to get the right beard uh, for the... The Abe Lincoln situation. He he, he yeah, can't yeah. grow a beard. The guy's kind of like a, a little pansy-ish. But uh, uh, so anyway, he's been looking for the right beard, and if, once he gets that, we got him locked up. Ooh, I, you know, there are other people. There was almost a line of people trying to. I'm hide sure him. everyone knows this tour. You know, everyone's auditioning. But uh, I want to make sure he go, he went for the deal on the. Uh, a scale plus a couple of my comedy albums. Yeah. He's going to work uh, for that. Uh, and also uh, some uh, 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 gift, gift certificates to uh, uh, McDonald's. No problem. We'll take care of this guy. We'll take care of this guy. Also, one more thing before we get on with it. Uh, uh, after last week's uh, show, and, and you're going to talk a little bit about uh, the, the incredible excitement you uh, you garnered on uh, YouTube uh, I did get a call from a Muscatel manufacturer, and uh, we're in negotiations now. He'd like me to endorse the product, and they're even talking about uh, putting my picture on the back of a Muscatel bottle. I'm very, very uh, excited about this. Uh, I could make literally hundreds of dollars out of this, and uh, we'll see how it comes out. But, uh, Tom, you take it away. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I know you were. Oh, no, no, uh, it's great. This update is true. The. Uh we were able to uh, get the soundtrack off the show last week for all the mm -hmm. listeners that we do have. And, uh, you know, top, go to YouTube and uh, just uh, punch in or uh, uh, type uh, Buck Buck, uh, Tommy Dakota, and up should pop the Tommy video. Tommy Buck Buck Dakota. Yeah, Tommy Dakota. And I... Uh, and also, I... Um, you know, you had a problem with one of your um, followers who... Once he saw the, we have to warn the audience that there was a trailer uh, before the actual di dialogue of a show, and that trailer was of the Bronx Tale. And somebody, you were telling me last night, Tommy, somebody went yeah. in there yeah. and said, "Oh, I got the wrong, I got the wrong one. This is a, this is the Bronx Tale. I don't want to watch this." And yeah, that was one of your followers. He just he, he clicked yeah. off. Well, he's yeah. also had extensive brain damage, but you know, he, he couldn't figure it quite out. So all you had to do was wait another 30 seconds, and he would have um, yeah, seen well, why I, that Yeah, well, I was went in last night, and before I put a title page. You know, we got to class this thing up. I forgot that I was dealing with somebody of your caliber and, uh, and your following. So I, I put in a title page, and I get some credits at the end. So I'm warning people not to click off and that you know, we intentionally put the Bronx tale uh, in there because there was a great scene of people doing buck buck. Absolutely, and a, and a genuine scene of people doing buck buck. 
I, I happened to be online and uh, saw some other buck buck sites on there, and these people didn't know what the game was. Uh, they were, you know, they were playing buck buck in the middle of a gym. I mean, yeah. you just have a bunch of people bend down and get jumped on. I mean, they had no idea what this game was about. It was uh, very disconcerting to me, and uh, I sent them a nasty uh, email. The other thing I noticed is that they, you know, they did it correctly in the Bronx Dale. Yeah. Yeah, you know, they were, uh, you know, they were jumping right on and staying right, like riding a horse. I, mean, I think that's kind of was the appeal to us as kids. It was like... You know, the Lone Ranger and the Cisco Kid. It was the Cisco Kid yeah. more than anybody, I think, used to jump, you know, put his hands up on the butt of his... Was it the Cisco Kid? Yeah, and, and the Pancho was... Pancho. I, you know, Pancho once uh, gave me a big kiss at, at a rodeo once and when I was a little kid. Uh, I remember it very well. He, he, he did that to a lot of kids. Yeah. I got... Uh, uh, I, I, uh, after I did that, I got mononucleosis, but uh, I was so thrilled. He was a big star. I was a little kid. You know, what the hell? Like, that's all you got with mononucleosis. Well, yeah, it's true. Well, now he'd be arrested for doing that, but uh, it was. I remember that vividly, vividly. And uh, everyone was, not everyone, but a couple of people I got in touch with were slightly offended by uh, me telling, me saying that uh, the... Uh, the main purpose of Buck Buck was to uh, inflict as much pain as possible. And what made it really interesting was it wasn't like we played teams from, from other cities or other neighborhoods. This game was all played with your close friends, and they thought it was uh, kind of dumb to uh, have a game where you tried to inflict as much pain as possible on some of your best friends. And I said, obviously, you didn't grow up in the city. Right. So to all those people, I say, go watch, uh, go watch uh, public television. But, uh, yeah, well, again, yeah, <laughs> and, and was, yeah, go watch Julia Child. Yeah. Or, uh, <laughs> or, uh, yeah, Masterpiece. I'm making uh, something with oregano today. It's an Italian spice. <laughs> I don't really use it much myself. I love Julia Child. Anyway, go ahead. Well, um... Yeah, I mean, what better way to work out your aggressions? I mean, because you know, you know, minor uh, conflicts would come up. You know, some kid that, you know, that you felt cheated in a game of marbles. Remember marbles? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You we didn't play the dirt there. We played it on top of a uh, a manhole cover. <laughs> it's true, true. That That's what we did. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is, but most of us had lost our marbles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, some people played it with the manhole cover open and open, but that didn't work out at all. <laughs> so that was, See how we lost our marbles? Well, that was yeah, a, yeah. Two, there was a couple of different games of marbles. You're right. There was the one where you drew the circle and you knocked the other marbles out, but wasn't there one where you had to get it in the hole or something? Or was that my thinking of later in life? No, no, that's probably uh, something you saw in a porn movie or something. I don't, I don't know okay, that at uh, all. But there's back. a lot of games oh. where the object was to, to hurt someone or hurt something they own. We used right. to uh, we used to spin tops when we were kids, and yeah. uh, first true. everyone would and these are the tops that you uh, you know they had a point on the bottom and you'd wrap a string around the top and you'd throw it and it would spin, and we'd all do that together and uh, the one whose top uh, stopped uh, spinning first uh, would have to leave his top on the ground while the rest of his friends uh, threw these uh, very sharp pointed tops. Uh, at his top, just laying there in hopes of of, of breaking it in half, and uh, of course that would send the kids home crying as well. I mean, it's not like we had a lot of money, and you know, right. you, you know, lost the top, and it would split right in half. It was a terrible game, but 
Well, before I forget, you know, leading up, this is uh, something I want, that's been troubling me since last week. I wanted to ask about was the uh, the tones of violence and in all of this. But remember the uh, similar game in terms of destruction and strings and all of that was chestnuts. You remember the uh, chestnuts? No, oh, you got me on that one. Where did you grow up? Chestnuts? <laughs> well, yeah, in Roxbury we had chestnuts. You didn't have chestnuts in the West End. No. No, we didn't. Oh, uh, we prefer to call it Deacon oh, Hill, by the way. When all the chestnuts fell, and we yeah. would pick them up, and we would take a shoelace, which doesn't exist anymore, because uh, everything yeah. is Velcro, but we would uh, put, drill a hole and put the shoelace through there. Oh, yeah, 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 we did. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, you did do that. Well, we made, we'd take a key, and the key was the best instrument to, to go through the chestnut, and then we get a piece of string and uh, uh, tie one on each end and make make like a bolo, you know, like the gauchos ah. used. You used to throw that at each other, and you know that would send you home crying as well. But you you made a game out of it, actually. Yeah, we you, it, was a, it was a single chestnut that you dangled one. You held it in your hand. You you held your chestnut. And the other guy had his chestnut on a string. No, and I he kept whacked. my hand on my chestnuts. <laughs> Not the same chestnuts. Uh-huh. Uh, but you would whack the chestnut, and then the other guy, once you took one whack with yours, then he took another whack with his. And the uh, the purpose was to break the other's <laughs> chestnut. Chestnuts. People have been breaking <laughs> and, uh, my chestnuts for years, years and, and years. And, and they had, if um, if you had a, it was, like, it was like the old gunslinger days, you know, you got a reputation, a notch in your, in your belt. Well, that, that became a one killer if it killed one. So... Some kids had nine, ten, twenty killers. These things are you know. No kidding. You know, I never, I never, never saw that uh, where I was growing up. We played with those chestnuts. We just go up to the Boston Common where they had chestnut trees and the, uh, they had those big prickly uh, outer coatings that you had to yeah, pod right. that you got the chestnut out of. But uh, we never used it for a game. That's very interesting. I have to add that to my repertoire of games to uh, make your friends cry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's. I mean, is this going to be the first book? Uh, Tommy Dakota's book of children's games to make your friends yeah, cry. Yeah, this, this might be. Yeah. It'd certainly be less violent than, than uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto and uh, all these other computer games these kids play. At least we were outside uh, 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 being violent as opposed to sitting in the house and being violent. Uh, caused less yeah, well, damage. Kids had, uh, well, I mean, now I was thinking of it. What a cultured little group you guys were. You had the common as a playground. Yeah, yeah. In the true. garden. I mean, that's, you yeah. know, you oh, were. Yeah, the garden, a yeah, yeah. Yeah. You were tromping on stay, turf yeah. reserved for Paul Revere and John Hancock and Ben Franklin. I mean, no wonder. And the rest of the Boston Brahmins, which we certainly weren't. Uh, but uh, they love to see street urchins, you know, those people. They get right, yeah, we can, kind of gave it a Dickens yeah. uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and then We even with most of these people at uh, on Halloween. Uh, of course, we'd, uh, we'd uh, go trick-or-treating on uh, Beacon Hill. Only the better homes. We know the difference between the rooming houses and the mansions and uh yeah they were uh you know it's funny they, uh, we go to we go to the worst parts of town and just get piles of candy and all kinds of just wonderful things and we go to these uh these uh these homes on beacon hill this is a long time ago certainly and uh we'd ring the bell and trick-or-treat and they were very nice but they always give you junk real crap <laughs> i don't want any of this stuff you know well, LeBron, yeah, they give you an apple. Remember the apple? Yeah, yeah that's, right. that's, that's exactly what it is. I don't want an apple. Right. You know, we wanted a Milky Way or a... Yeah, yeah. You know, Two. Or 
you know, money, even better. Give me some change. Yeah, that was fun when you got to the place that threw a, a handful of coins in that that they had taken out of the piggy bank. That was I always liked, uh, I always, yeah, I always liked Halloween too. I, uh, I remember I was living in, uh, I was living in, jeez, uh, uh, I think I was uh, living in Las Vegas quite a while ago when I was living there, and uh, when Halloween, uh, I wasn't prepared for Halloween that night. I, you know, I just didn't realize I'd been working hard. Didn't realize it was Halloween, and uh, uh, my bride was not at home. She usually took care of the Halloween kids. I usually, you know, just swore at them and told them to get off the lawn. But she used to give them candy. And uh, so these kids began coming. I wasn't prepared. There was some candy in the house. And, I, you know, I wasn't prepared for the volume of uh, children that showed up. And, and they came and they rang the bell and I had some candy. And some more came and I gave them some candy. And some more came and I gave them some candy. And then they just kept coming. They wouldn't stop. And I'm, I know I'm running out of candy. So eventually I ran out of candy completely, and I said, geez, they're still coming. I don't know what to do. So, of course, I went for the change purse, and I started giving out quarters and nickels and dimes, anything I had. Then I ran out of money, and I started giving out dollars, and then, and, you know, that, that ended real quick because the next nomination I had left was, you know, like a 10. I said, well, enough of that. So I, I went to the refrigerator and found uh, I found some little bottles of uh, Pepsi-Cola. And I started passing those out, and that didn't last too long. So by this time, I've shut the lights out on every room in the house and hoping they won't come anymore because they're just incessant to hundreds, actually hundreds of kids. So uh, by yeah, this but- time, it was starting to get dark, but I, I ran out of my last Pepsi, and the uh, very last uh, young man and uh, his sister that came to the house, they both got uh, cans of Franco-American spaghetti. <laughs> And the, and the kicker was the following year, these people came back, and when they just got candy, we were prepared for them. They said, what, no Pepsis, no money, no, no Franco? Frank- well, that would, well, the Franco-American probably put a kibosh on the whole thing. That, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, well, you, you they know, re- sent me money for promoting their product. Yeah, well, hey, um, so, you know, one of the things that, uh, you know, I, you know, I got a lot of questions because the, the YouTube thing is really taking off. People were really concerned about the, uh, you know, of course, today's, you know, sissy world that we have. They're a little concerned about you throwing urine in other kids' face. I mean, that was pretty, to me, very ingenious. Well, it, it did get me uh, this uh, endorsement uh, contract uh, with this Muscatel company that I'm working on. Uh, How are they going to? Along with being industrious. Uh, you know, are they going to use hey, real? it didn't kill them. It wasn't like it was, it wasn't like it was, uh, I don't know, hydrochloric acid and it, and it uh, <laughs> You know, burn their skin off or blinded right. them or something. It was just a little urine in the face. Couldn't hurt. Yeah. They stopped doing what they were doing, I'll tell you, when they get hit with that stuff. Now, did, is uh, Muscatel going to actually fill the bottles for you with urine, or is that going to be artificial? No, 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 but they are, they are going to make sure, because they can do this now, the Muscatel will look distinctive, distinctively like urine. It will be uh, yellow and uh, as opposed to ah, the Muscatel. Well, artificial. Yeah. Artificial yeah, yeah. so uh, so it'll be uh, it'll look like a bottle of urine and have my picture on it and uh, you know Tommy Buck Buck Dakota here uh, recommends this and and uh, I think it's terrific. I've always wanted my picture on either a milk carton as a missing kid or uh, a bottle of Muscatel. Well, well, you know, well this is a dream. You know, this is a, we're so glad that all of this has resurfaced and gets your renaissance. So Tommy Dakota. Well, I got to thank you for this. You know, I was in semi-retirement. I just did an occasional gig, but. Uh, 
this uh, this show is uh, uh, kind of giving me new life, and uh, it's nice to hear from small friends again as well. And I haven't had talked to in a long time, and uh, reminisce about my uh, troubled youth and uh, my troubled uh, uh, teens and my troubled adulthood and my troubled older age. Well, for, you know, I got troubles. I got. Hey, listen. Um, ask for anything more? Yeah. You know, now Frank mentioned this morning. I was a little concerned. I, I got rhythm, not I got trouble. Uh, oh, okay. The uh, <laughs> the fact that you were um, you're feeling a little overworked, feeling the burden of being a star again, and the um, you know the I know I'd like to put it out to the listeners. Why don't we take a survey? Um, I, I would you know this week we have to we missed a one. We had a little family problem last week, and we couldn't do one, so we um, so two, so we had to do one. So we're playing a little catch up this week. Aha. Uh-huh. And Frank said that that, you know, is a little bit of a strain on Tommy Dakota at this point. Is that true? I mean, we, we do I think have... it might be a, a little more of a strain on Frankie Fabulous than Tommy Dakota. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, are we talking about well, uh, doing, like, a couple of shows this week, two or three shows? Catch up? Well, you know, I'm just trying to get myself around that term, uh, Frankie Fabulous. You know, it's a, it's a, I, I, I heard that that's what they, they say. I'm just trying to get around that. Around it. Well, no, we'll I'm, take a meeting and we can discuss it. And why is it Frankie Fabulous instead of Fabulous Frank? I mean, I like Frankie. No, Fabulous. no, it's Frankie Fabulous. Yeah. Fabulous yeah. Frank uh, is uh, just not right. You've, uh, you know, marketing is my forte, of course, and uh, I've been uh, naming uh, stars and uh, Broadway in the movies uh, on stage and screen for 100 years. Uh, used to get like. Uh, Two, three thousand uh, dollars for naming people like this, and I'm doing it for Frank, who, you know, does little if anything for me. And uh, I think you ought to be uh, proud to be uh, called uh, Frankie Fabulous. I mean, he's got to have a name that means something, you know, not uh, you know Frankie Schultz, or Frankie Crowboyne, or any of that. It's Frankie Fabulous. He's a big time agent. I mean, he's handling Tommy Dakota once again. He's taken us all to uh, the former Soviet Union for a whirlwind tour of the communist nations, or former communist nations. God love the communists. Hey, you know, um, he's a very important person. You know, now that this has come up, why don't we, you know, have our own sort of Tommy Dakota Olympics and challenge the Soviets? Well, we can't call them that anymore, but challenge the Russians to a good game of buck buck. Well, yeah. <laughs> You know, I bet in the gulags they already play this anyway, and uh, they probably have for years. Uh, yeah, I could uh, I could uh, do a research and see how they – I bet they play it a little differently, though. i got a feeling there are weapons involved, but that's just me. Mm. But uh, let me see if I can find yeah. out, do a little research. You know, we could also – I'm sure we could have leagues here in the Americas. Um, you know, uh, we when we did the research after the show, and, you know, at least I did, and I found images of people playing – they actually do play dodgeball. I think there's a problem because it will be called the NBA, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Yeah. National Buck. That's yeah, funny. the National Buck Association. Anyway, well, no, if you play this game, if you play this game with with teams, you know, uh, professional buck buck players. I mean, it was bad enough playing with your friends and and doing the bloodly harm. But can you imagine if you're playing with strangers? Oh well, yeah. I mean, they might change the whole game around. They could take the purity out of the game instead of just. Uh, you know, jumping on people and beating them with your fists and your body and your legs. I mean, they might, you know, be carrying brass knuckles, uh, might be loading their pants with uh, rolls of quarters, I mean, for different reasons than usual. And uh, yeah, the, uh, it's become a really brutal <laughs> the game. Thing, the whole thing with the, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, because, you, you know, if, as I looked at the pictures, if you, you know, you see these pictures, archives of buck, buck games, and, these, you know, you're very close to a person's anus. It's, 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 you know, so you have to trust that there's a certain level of hygiene. Um, well, once when Frank was playing, he was the end man, and uh, the lost jumper literally drove his head into the uh, uh, rectum of the guy in front of him. And, uh, again, that was another trip down the Mass General to have a, a kind of a headectomy uh, to get his head out of there. And, uh, you know, from then on, we said Frank always had his head up his ass. Uh, but it's, it's a true story. Else, well, was, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I could just where the see. Term came from. I think we should uh, get a van with a, you know, buck, buck, you know, one of those stenciled buck, buck things all over with the thing and head down to Provincetown in a gunquit and start. I think this would go over great. Uh, this would have great appeal for the um, citizens of Provincetown in a gunquit and start the first oh. game. Might be nice to get together tea to uh, meet new friends that way. It could be. Could be. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it's an intimate game if you're hugging somebody's butt, you know, as they were. Um, and then you get to do the whole jump thing. You know, some of the pictures, the kids, they, in, like I said, in, in the uh, Bronx tale, they were doing it correctly. They were landing upright. It was very clean. It was very yeah, well Yeah, they, they knew how to play. Obviously, they knew how to play. It was, yeah, uh, I mean, some kids, they just like Some people just like flat on each other, you know. I mean... Yeah, no, that's because they, you know, they have no balance. This is a game of of, of balance and coordination, and uh, it's not only you have to leap as high as you can and land astride uh, of the uh, the uh, you know, and the farther up the, toward the front you jump because you have other you know you have other teammates coming after you, so you need to leave room for them. And this pig pile that I saw on the on no. the net isn't fuck, fuck at all. You know, there's an adage that we we don't get old because uh, we don't stop playing. Because we get old, we get old because we stop playing. And I'm thinking, you're such you know, a wise really... man. You must be a sage. Well, yeah, sometimes, you know, it ah. depends. Well, if I if I find something on Facebook, I'm impressed. I'm impressed that. with that. I'm, yeah, that I'm going to write that down. That I'm was gonna, straight I'm out gonna... of Facebook. Well, the, the point I'm trying to get to, if you if you stop mocking me for a second, I don't mean I don't want to get. You know, let the audience know that. Frank, could you jump in here a little bit and straighten this out? All right. Uh, Tom and Tom, you know, I know a relationship, and I know sometimes. Okay, I apologize. I got a little sensitive once in a while. Go ahead, ahead, Tom Hayes. All right. Well, what I'd like, thank you, Frank. What I'd like (laughs) to do is um, let's investigate. We could maybe go to one of these conferences they have on seniors, you know, and they have all of these people talking about physical fitness and, you know. Not the right me. I wouldn't go to one of those. It's like death. Why well, would yeah, you want to go to one of those? do something new. We can have um, Buck Buck for seniors. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I think due to incontinence, the, the incontinence oh, that's that's just might be a bad idea. Incontinence would be an issue. You want people um, jumping on your bladder when you're 75 yeah, years old, you know? It's yeah, of course. You know the dep- well, we could get we could get the pens to sponsor this. A line of clothes. You know that's that's not a bad yeah, idea. Yeah, a line of clothes to wear while you're playing buck buck. Yeah, those and things are. I don't know if you've ever had one of those on, but they you yeah, know I mean, this uh, would they really, hold about they hold about 50, 60 gallons each. Those damn things they yeah. come in handy if you have problems, you know. I mean, Depends would certainly sponsor this little baby. Dr. Frankie um, Fabulous, because he's worn them before after, uh, uh, you know, 
Actually, they extracted a game of, um, yeah. game of dodgeball for seniors. I mean, that's another one. Yeah. Ring around the Red Rover would be great. I mean, yeah. we start them off. Red Rover, yeah. Rover. Yeah, we call that Relievio. Relievio is more of a hide-and-seek kind of game. That we, What right. we were talking about last week was actually Red Rover. Well, you know, Red I, Rover, Red my, Rover. Send Tommy yeah, Rover. The, yeah. the, so the memory bank has been, you know, stimulated with all of this. Oh, oh. Yeah, well, I... Last night, uh, a phrase came to me from way back in the Ollie, Ollie, remember this? Ollie Oxen Ollie Oxen free. Ollie Oxen free. No, we, we didn't say that. That was the silly kids or the rich kids up the street. No, we didn't say Ollie, Ollie Oxen free. It's, hey, everybody, come out. Hey, it's time to go home. Hey, by the way, if you were. Uh, if you started playing dodgeball in a senior home where people are over 75 years old, and uh, good chance you'd be uh, <laughs> you'd be charged with murder on more than one occasion. You can't be hitting old people would, with balls, you know. Would be, uh, it would border on the inhumane, as they say. Uh, everybody up! We're playing buck buck. Here we yeah. go. How many fingers do we have? Now, Tommy. Uh, so, I mean, I just started to think. I mean, you got involved with crime, not. In, not yourself, but you hung, you hung around. The, you know, the, let's face it, the Rat Pack certainly had connections to the um, underworld, as they say. And so, well, I mean, that was real stuff. Yeah, that was real stuff. That wasn't any. Petty well, I mean, stuff. but you that had. Stuff. I mean, you know, it wasn't overt, but you. The fact that you would think, even think, of throwing urine into other kids' faces at an early age. I mean, that's very clever. That's very terroristy kind of. Well, it was always uh, natural. It came very naturally to me, uh, you know. Yeah, so. well, so you fit in now. But but you were, last time you had kind of talked about, it was all, you had a situation um, that you did actually get involved in some um, illicit activity. Somebody put you up to going into some building, a back of a restaurant or something? Oh, you're talking about the big heist of the early 50s. Yeah. I mean early 50s. Yeah, yeah. Oh. You want to relate that right now? Or should well, we... I could if there's enough time. It, uh... well, for this story, we can go over a little bit. Well, I'd be glad to tell you. the. Uh, uh, I always like to hang out with the kind of the big guys, you know? It just seemed more interesting. They were older. They did more things. Uh, they didn't have to be in as early as me. And so I always liked to hang out with the big guys. And, of course, uh, big, the bigger guys weren't too thrilled about having a little kid following them around. So when they did uh, uh, actually uh, let me hang out with them, they, of course, would uh, make me pay for that privilege by uh, doing uh, a number of things. For example... And uh, my brother and my cousin, even though I was taken away from my family uh, very young, you know, I did have a brother, and uh, um, and uh, he had a, uh, we both had a cousin, and they kind of were the same age, and uh, they tortured me most of my uh, life when I was still in Boston. And uh, for example, uh, one day I was I was running around, and I had enough money, and I I bought a pack of cigarettes because what could be more big time grown up than smoking? I was, I don't know how old I was then, let's see, uh, maybe seven, eight. So I got a pack of cigarettes and, uh, and uh, you know, I just started taking them out one by one and smoking them. And and, and down come uh, down the street comes my brother and, and, and my cousin. And uh, uh, they always, you know, blackmailed me for anything. And uh, they took the cigarettes from me, took them away from me. And... Uh, you know, said, "Hey, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell everybody that you're smoking, and your, you know, your mother's gonna beat you up, and your father's gonna beat you up." And I mean, that was a pretty good threat when you're that young. And uh, so he took the cigarettes from me, 
uh, took just about all of them so they could smoke and uh and then gave me the cigarette pack and uh I put it back in my pocket and about uh, 4 seconds later uh the firecracker that they had uh, snuck into the I'd lit firecracker which they put back into the cigarette pack was now in my pocket and it blew it blew up it blew my pants half off it gave me like third degree burns and the problem was I couldn't say a blessed thing without getting in a lot of trouble and that was just uh, one instance of, of, of uh, torture by these older kids. But the one you're talking about, yeah, um, we were wandering around. We were wandering around, and, and we were down these alleys and down this alley and down that alley. And actually, we were close to the, uh, the courthouse building in Boston. And uh, there was a bunch of buildings there. And from the, we were on the back side of them. And uh, they all looked pretty deserted. In fact, uh, uh, these two guys with me, the older guys, you know, so these are all deserted buildings. And uh, they told me as a little kid, uh, you know, you're, there's, there's a lot of stuff in these old buildings. You might find it interesting. So we had to, like, crawl along a ledge. And since I was the smallest one, I was the only one who could do it. So they sent me down this ledge, which was a couple of stories high. And I, I admit I was a little frightened. And then uh, I got to a window and, and uh, pulled it down. And uh, they said, well, go in. And, you know, might be some good stuff in there and, and go in. And uh, since I was just the one small enough to do it, I go into this building. I was terrified. Not because, uh, you know, it was an empty building, but an empty building was full of, you know, all kinds of ghosts and all kinds of terrible things when you're that small. So they sent me in this building, and I'm feeling pretty good because I jump into a room. It's all full of all kinds of stuff. I found some uh, 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 boxes of fancy silverware and, and uh, lots of pictures and decorative pieces. And, and uh, what especially caught my eye was this great deer head, beautiful deer head. Uh, mounted, hanging there, and uh, I uh, I pulled it out, passed it out to them. They took it, pulled out a whole bunch of stuff, gave it to them. Out they went. We all went home. We had all this stuff, and and uh, I this this uh, this deer head went home with me. And uh, uh, my father at the time uh, said, "Wow, this is really nice." And he cleaned it all up and he hung it in the hallway. And uh, I'm thrilled to death. In fact. Some of the other stuff we got was was uh, some of it was valuable and we, you know we sold well, some of it. Well, often and, an inner city kid can come home with a deer head. Well, I just told him I found it. Uh, somebody threw it out in the garbage. I mean, there's always great garbage in the city. But the the point was uh, that uh, we kept going back to this place, kept taking more and more stuff out. And uh, when uh, when uh, one of the last times, in fact, it was the last time, I'm in there and I'm being quiet and I'm taking all this stuff and I'm passing it out. And I see a little glimmer of light through this old door uh, at the back of the room that I'm in. And uh, I walk over to it and look between the crack and realize that I'm in the back of a restaurant that's fully functioning. I've been <laughs> robbing the back of a restaurant, thought I was in an empty building. I was mortified. I was terrified. Ran out of there and never went back. But the worst part of the story is that those two guys, my brother and my cousin, they blackmailed me for years after that. And every time they wanted me to do their bidding, and I'd say, no, I'm not going to do that, they'd, they'd, uh, they'd start singing, there's a deer head on the wall, meaning they were going to squeal on me and tell my father that I stole this out of the back of a, a going concern, a business that was in um, a restaurant doing great business. And it was terrifying, and they taught me a valuable lesson that, uh, well, I can't say the valuable lesson because it was um, it's a little dirty statement, but uh, these bastards, I get even with them eventually when I got to... Uh, 
when they were a lot older than I was, which wasn't too long ago. So I never forgot it, and I got even with these guys. <laughs> and how but did you do terrif- that? I was so terrified. I, you know, it was like any time that you know there's going to be a knock on the door, it's going to be the police department dragging me out for not one <laughs> robbery but multiple <laughs> felonies for I keep calling into this place, emptying it out. I should have known better, but you know, you're a little kid. These big, you kids look up to these big kids and uh, assume, uh, you know, they know what they're talking about. I tell you, oh. I was never more frightened in my life, except but, the one know, time that, I was on stage. That's, so that's the that's the you know the bad side of that story. But the good side was when you did get involved with a bad element, Frankie and his boys. You were used to it. Yeah, well, the good side of the story is actually that uh, that deerhead's still in the family. And to this day, nobody knows how we got it, other than thinking I picked it up in the garbage. That's the deer head is still around. <laughs> Only to be passed on as a legacy to other generations. That's great. Well, Tony, oh, that's our time. I, this was a, a fabulous little chat. You know, we're uh, you know get, getting into the day. It's still early, uh, and um, well, all this, of course, will be in my. All this will be in the, the new book I'm writing about my life, and I, that's right. I, I appreciate the opportunity to talk a little bit about some of these uh, great stories. Of course, I'm telling them quickly. And of course, uh, we talked about the fact that uh, just to let the listeners know and pique their interest, there's a possible Facebook page coming up. Yes, coming up very shortly. I've got uh, I've got my people working on it. Um, of course, we're running out of space. My biography is so long and interesting that uh, uh, having a little difficulty fitting it on there. But uh, I expect to have that done within the next uh, 30 to 60 days, I think. Uh, I'll have to call those guys and get them going today. I, I'm writing it, of course, but uh, the, I have these technical guys because, you know, I can barely make the new TVs work. Uh, nor do I want to learn about that stuff. But uh, hey, well, um, let's just come to the end. We've got a couple of promises this week to, again, keep people interested. This is a big week. A lot of strain on Tommy this week. Three shows this week. Yeah, and tomorrow we're three we, shows uh, this week now. Yeah, we, we have a surprise caller. And then on Friday, hopefully, Mr. Jordan Rich of WBZ, a radio personality, um, hopefully he's going to be keep his word and call us and yeah. uh, we're going to have yeah. a great show. I'm looking forward Friday. to insulting him. <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be great. He's got quite the voice, quite the radio voice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tommy, thanks so I'm much. I'm not a voice, of course. Always, I'm not a fabulous. voice. I'm a personality. All right. Stay well, and you know, in Maine, you know, if you do come across a deer, you uh, you know what to do. That's right. That's right. All right. It's good thank to talk you, to all you guys. All right. We'll thank you, for tuning in. This is Frank and Tom from uh, 955 East Broadway, Boston, Mass, City Point, USA. O two one two seven. That's right, and. uh Let's see if we get a little Bean Town music. You can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.